Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the Gospel of Mark, and we're in chapter 13. This part of the chapter is entitled, Signs of the End of the Age. And you'll remember that we went over this extensively in Matthew chapter 24. It's also discussed in Luke chapter 21. So chapter 13 begins by saying, as he was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, and of course they're talking to Jesus, look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Now we do have some understanding of what they must have looked like because the uh, historian Josephus did record some information about them. And according to him, they were white stones and some of them were up to 37 feet long, 12 feet high, and 18 feet wide. It's hard for us to imagine that they were able or capable of moving and placing these stones, of building with these stones without modern equipment and machinery, and yet they were there. And so Jesus replies, Do you see all these great buildings? Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. So for that, I want to flip back to what we discussed in Matthew in chapter 24. And remember that this was literally fulfilled in 70 AD when the Romans under Titus completely destroyed Jerusalem and the temple building. And the temple was destroyed on the 9th of Av in 70 AD by the Romans. And they literally took apart the temple stone by stone to get out the gold that was inlaid between all of the stones. Then picking up in verse 3, it says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, and John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen, and what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? So the first thing here it, it points out is that Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple. That's why that some people call this the Olivet Discourse. Uh, this chapter in Mark is often referred to that, and it has five sections to it, according to biblical scholars. There's Jesus's prophecy of the destruction of the temple and the questions of the disciples. Then there's the warnings against the deceivers and the false signs of the end. Then there's the coming of the Son of Man. Then the lesson of the fig tree. And finally, the exhortation of watchfulness. So that's how biblical scholars break down this chapter 13 of Mark and call it the Olivet Discourse because here we are at the Mount of Olives. And so in verse 5, Jesus is responding to their question of tell us when will all of this happen. Jesus says, watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of the birth pains. You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. 
Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given to you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. All men will hate you because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. So the abomination that causes desolation. We discussed this at length in Matthew 24, but I want to flip back there briefly to touch on those points. So in Matthew, Jesus says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and the end will come. So when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. So here Matthew is clear that Jesus was quoting the prophet Daniel, and he's referring to the abomination that causes desolation that was set up in 168 BC, which is the one Daniel was referring to initially, when Antiochus Epiphanes erected a pagan altar to Zeus on the sacred altar in the temple of Jerusalem. So that was the first abomination that causes desolation erected in the temple. But the second abomination that causes desolation that Jesus is referring to will be the one in regard to the Antichrist at the very end of the age. So then picking back up in Mark 13, verse 15, Jesus goes on to say, Let no one on the roof of his house go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get his cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in the winter, because those will be the days of distress unequaled from the beginning when God created the world until now and never to be equaled again. If the Lord had not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and miracles to deceive the elect, if that were possible. So be on your guard. I have told you everything ahead of time. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, men will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory, and he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. 
I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And we know that that initial fulfillment of the prophecy happened in 70 AD when the Romans destroyed the temple. Now moving on to verse 32, this section is entitled, The Day and Hour Unknown. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. So Jesus is very specific to keep watch and to be prepared and to not be deceived, to always be ready. That ends chapter 13. We will pick up next time in Mark chapter 14.